RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Robert Kem. The headlines. Monetary officials say the autopay function of the faster payment system will resume as early as this week. The acting chief executive, Matthew Cheng, says the long queues for buses crossing the new bridge to Macau and Juhai are undesirable. And a subcontractor at the centre of the MTR shoddy work scandal tells an inquiry he had been giving the full picture in his evidence. He had not been giving full picture in his evidence because there were many other problems at the site. Monetary officials say the autopay function of the faster payment system will resume as early as this week. It allows users to top up e-wallets directly from the bank and was suspended late last week after a number of fraud cases emerged. The Deputy Chief Executive of the Monetary Authority, Howard Lee, says they received more than 10 reports of stolen personal data, resulting in the theft of around $400,000. He said the data would be used to set up accounts in different e-wallets, allowing direct transfers from the victim's bank accounts. There are some technical issues to address, uh, including the linkage between the bank and also the e-wallets. We expect that the first uh, phase will start to be implemented uh, sometime this week, uh, hopefully, uh, and uh, um, some other e-wallets or some other linkages might need a little bit more time to address technical issues. FBS, the faster payment system, was introduced last month to allow users to make real-time payments across banks, stored value facilities or e-wallets. DEB lawmaker Holden Chow says the Monetary Authority should strengthen its verification system to root out unauthorised transactions. We urge the government to further authenticate the identity of individuals. If there is any sort of transfer... Uh, to be made within the uh, payment system, there should be an authentication from the bank to verify the identity of the person. So make sure that there is no unauthorized payment. Dancing Chief Executive Matthew Cheung says the long queues for buses crossing the new bridge to Macau and Zhuhai are undesirable. He said after the bridge opened last week, there were around 35,000 people leaving the Hong Kong port to Macau and Zhuhai. But on Sunday night, the number ballooned to 78,000, resulting in many disgruntled passengers. The long queues have persisted. Mr Cheung says Hong Kong will work with its counterparts in Zhuhai and Macau and bus operators to resolve the issue. On that particular Sunday evening, we're talking about 70,000, which is actually more than double the normal uh, figure. So that, that situation was certainly not satisfactory and desirable. What's going to happen is that the transport department is working closely with the operators to iron out the problem and find a viable solution and also work in close liaison with the GUI authorities and also the Macau authorities as well. We hope that uh, the, the operator can provide, deploy more buses to tackle the situation. Transport expert Hung Wing Tat from the Hong Kong Society of Transportation Studies says bus operators should consider a booking system or larger buses to help ease queues. If you have the booking system, then they would know which hours it is very peak and they can use the quota to control it. So that is one thing. Another thing, of course, you need to supply more bigger capacity vehicles. And also the base for people to get on and off has to be increased and maybe some regulator to direct people to board vehicles at the same time, say if you can board 10 vehicles at the same time, then it would be much faster. 
key subcontractor at the centre of MTR's Hung Hom station shoddy work scandal, has told the inquiry into the affair that he had not been giving the full picture in his evidence. He said this was because there were many other problems at the site. Artis Wong reports. China Technologies Managing Director Jason Poon made the remarks on the second day of his testimony after the inquiry's lawyer asked whether he had always been telling the truth about what had happened. Mr Poon had made allegations that the main contractor of the project, Leighton Asia, had promised construction quality by cutting short reinforcement steel bars instead of screwing them into couplers as specified before pouring concrete over them. Mr Poon insisted today that his principle was always to tell the truth truth, adding that, aside from what the public already knew, other problems on the site included Leighton's failure to follow approved construction plans. He did not go into details. He added Leighton was cutting steel bars by bundles, and his experience told him that it was unusual because threaded parts were being cut, and this would reduce the tensile strength of the steel bars by at least 25%. Acting Chief Executive Matthew Cheung says the government is highly concerned about Cathay Pacific's massive data breach last week, which affected up to 9.4 million customers. He says the airline is required to cooperate with the investigations of the Privacy Commission or it'll face punishment. Meanwhile, it's also emerged that there's a potential security loophole with the Hong Kong Airlines online checking system. The local Apple Daily newspaper has revealed that one can easily access the personal details of other passengers by simply changing the last two letters of the link to their mobile boarding pass. Hong Kong Airlines has yet to respond to the inquiries. The High Court has heard that allowing mainland officers to enforce mainland laws in the West Kowloon high-speed rail terminus amounts to creating an oasis or a smaller special administrative region within the Hong Kong SAR. The court is hearing a joint judicial review application by five people against this co-location arrangement. Priscilla Ung reports. Senior Counsel Martin Lee, representing social worker Hendrik Loy, said the government had picked the arrangement that poses the greatest risk to the one country, two systems principle. He said the result is one country, one system in the mainland port area where the basic law and other Hong Kong laws no longer apply. Mr. Lee said it was ludicrous to suggest that, as the mainland port area is regarded as being outside Hong Kong, Article 18 of the basic law should be ignored. The article says, with a few exceptions, national laws do not apply in the SAR. And Mr. Lee said, even if Hong Kong were in turmoil, only relevant, but not all national laws would be enforced here. This is madness, he said. He also likened the one country, two systems principle to playing on a seesaw, where the bigger person, meaning Beijing, needs to be accommodating for it to function. Sale of painted turtles is becoming a trend in Hong Kong, and animal lovers who have recently spotted these reptiles with painted shells being sold in Tung Choi Street in Mong Kok say it must stop. The science manager at the Eco Education Resources Centre says the online sale of painted turtles has been popular on the mainland for a long time, but it's only recently that they have noticed them being sold here. Dr Michelle Cheung warns that such painting is considered as animal cruelty. She explains why. When you paint the shell of the turtle, actually that shell is a living tissue. So the chemical will slowly absorb by the turtle and it will affect it. And also it will affect the process of the formation of vitamin D inside the body of the turtle. So if you paint a thick layer of paint on that shell, they will stop the absorption of the UV and then the formation of vitamin D process will be affected. So it will eventually affect the growth of the turtle and it will die. 
Indonesian authorities have stepped up their efforts to recover the wreckage of the Lion airplane which crashed into the Java Sea yesterday. Five warships have arrived in the area and dozens of divers are taking part in the search. One official directing the operation said he was hopeful the fuselage of the Boeing aircraft would soon be located. Items recovered from the sea are being taken to the port. A 6.2 magnitude earthquake has rattled parts of New Zealand's North Island. It was felt in the capital Wellington during a session of Parliament. There were no initial reports of major damage and the quake does not appear to have been strongly felt in Auckland, the country's largest city. The epicentre was just to the east of Waitara, a coastal town halfway between Auckland and Wellington. Typhoon Yutu, which has already caused devastation in some western Pacific islands, has made landfall in the Philippines. It's brought strong winds, storm surges and landslides as it moves across the main island Luzon. Many people were evacuated ahead of the storm. Scientists in Britain have discovered that dogs can detect people who are infected with the parasite that causes malaria. Here's the BBC's James Gallagher. The malaria parasite changes the way we smell and makes us more attractive to mosquitoes. Now dogs are on the scent too. Children in the Gambia spent a night wearing nylon socks that absorbed their foot odour. These were shipped to the UK and dogs' noses were put to the test. They correctly identified 7 in 10 samples from infected children and incorrectly thought 1 in 10 healthy children had malaria. It's still early stages. However, Dr Chelsea Squires, one of the researchers at the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine, said the study proves dogs have potential. Midland financial authorities have named 27 companies for suspected tax evasion. They include several tech firms such as Xiaomi, Suning and an online game developer. Ministry of Finance says smartphone maker Xiaomi has made errors on corporate gifts and had incorrectly recorded some corporate costs in its accounting. Following an annual inspection, the ministry also noted that other companies had evaded taxes by shifting their profits overseas. Xiaomi shares plunged 3% in Hong Kong trading this morning following the news. The shares have dropped more than 30% since July's debut. The mainland securities regulator says it will encourage share buybacks and mergers and acquisitions by listed firms in response to recent sharp drops in markets. In a statement, the China Securities Regulatory Commission said it will enhance market liquidity reduce unnecessary interference in trading and create a level playing ground for investors. It added it would guide more long-term capital into the markets. The statement has calmed recent market fears over a further slowdown in the country's economy amid trade frictions with the United States. Major indices reversed early losses this morning after plunging sharply yesterday. A short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 24,800. That's eight points down on the previous close. Turnover stands at $57 billion. Currencies, the US dollar is trading at 112.71 yen. The euro stands at 1 US dollar and 13 cents. And the pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 4 cents. Sport now, and here's Adam Cheung. Spanish football giants Real Madrid have fired their head coach Julian Lopetegui following Sunday's heavy defeat to Barcelona. The 33-time La Liga champions are off to one of their worst starts in recent years. Details from the BBC's Joe Parsons. 
The Real Madrid manager Julian Lopetegui has been sacked just four and a half after four and a half months in charge of the Bernabeu. The decision comes just over 24 hours since his side were thrashed 5-1 in El Clasico by Barcelona. Lopetegui succeeded Zinedine Zidane in June, but after a run of poor form, Real have slumped to ninth in La Liga with just 14 points from a possible 30, their worst start for 17 years. Lopetegui will be replaced for the time being by the club's former player, Santiago Solari, who is currently coach of Real's B-team, Castilla. Spanish football writer Eduardo Alvarez says there's very little chance of Solari staying in the role until the end of the season. It's very clear that it's a temporary option. That's what that's the expression they use in the statement. And uh, only if Solari gets uh, the team to win four or five matches in a row and the tide changes completely, that would be a possibility. But right now, they're trying to get Antonio Conte uh, to sort out uh, the pending issues he has with Chelsea and come to, to coach the team. Manchester City have reclaimed top spot in the English Premier League after Riyad Mahrez scored in a 1-0 win over Tottenham at Wembley Stadium. City lead Liverpool on goal difference. The New England Patriots routed the Buffalo Bills 25-6 on NFL's Monday Night Football. The Patriots have won five straight to improve to 6-2, and two, while the Bills dropped to 2-6. and six. A ceremony was held at halftime in Buffalo to retire the number 34 jersey of their former running back Thurman Thomas. He's joined Jim Kelly and Bruce Smith as the only Buffalo players to receive the honor. All three played on the Bills teams that reached four consecutive Super Bowls in the early 90s. Clay Thompson has broken Steph Curry's NBA record for three-pointers in a game. The shooting guard set the mark with five minutes remaining in the third quarter of a blowout in Chicago. The Warriors were up 113-69 when Thompson drained his 14th from beyond the arc. His teammate Curry hit 13 against New Orleans two years ago. Golden State scored an NBA record 92 points in the first half. They went on to win 149-124. to And in the East, the Milwaukee Bucks beat the Toronto Raptors 124-109 to to become the last unbeaten team in the NBA. And that's your look at sports. And to end the news, the top stories once again. Military officials say the autopay function of the faster payment system will resume as early as this week. The acting chief executive, Matthew Chung, says the long queues for buses crossing the new bridge to Macau and Zhuhai are undesirable, and a subcontractor at the centre of the MTR shoddy work scandal tells an inquiry he had not been giving the full picture in his evidence because there were many other problems at the site. And that's the news from RTHK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you move like that? Look in here, can you move like that? It gets me up. 